0: Everyone and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host Lacey Finley.
2: Well, happy Monday.
0: How is everyone? We're at the, the end of uh, April.
2: April. Oh my gosh! I know. Almost heading into May.
0: And guess what? It's gonna be May. End of the week. I'm fully vaccinated. Woo! Whee! Just gotta get hey, there. Look at Getting
2: Hopefully. there. I got yeah. my first one in my arm last That's right. week. So and another, I guess, month and a half, they say two weeks after your second one is when you can consider yourself fully vaccinated.
0: Now, did you have any um, adverse effects, any sore I, arms, sore I, The
2: arm was definitely a little sore the next day, uh, more so in the evening as the day went on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, it was just more or less like I'm totally aware I got a shot yesterday, gotcha. you know, it was a little sore and I was a little groggy. Okay, But like I kind of live my life in a state of perpetual tired, so it was like hard to tell <laughs> whether it was from the shot or from that. But uh, I would say it was probably just a little groggy from that. About an hour or two after I got home, I started feeling kind of like, not bad, just kind of groggy. Like mm-hmm. if you just woke up and just kind of felt kind of in a haze for a little bit, and then today I'm fine. Okay, good. So, so far so good. I heard it was the second shot, though, for some people that they kind of felt... A little poopy on, you know. Yeah. The most. See, I've um, been
0: hearing varied reports about how the second shot made people feel. I've mm-hmm. heard kind of feel like, eh, kind of felt mm-hmm. drunk. I actually had a fever. I felt like crap. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about mm-hmm. like I I'm trying to prepare for anything, so I'm hey, trying well, to be ready. Different. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like right now, where my mindset is, is I'm preparing for the worst. Like, I'm going to have a fever. I'm going to be sure. feeling like garbage. I'm going to be in bed all day. So, that's mm-hmm. my plan for the weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least for Saturday. I could, I, because I've also heard that it doesn't really last all that long. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like a day or two. Yeah. yeah. Just getting it through your system. So, that's my, that's what I think is going to happen Friday night, Saturday. And then hopefully Sunday, I'll be yeah. better. Like, better, feeling yeah. feeling better. So, We shouldn't be canceling the show next week, people. Just FYI.
2: (laughs) We shouldn't be, but we'll see. Unless
0: something terrible happens, which I'm not hoping for. No, I don't know.
2: I haven't heard anyone say it was too bad. Like my niece personally, she said she felt like kind of poopy for the next two days that she did have a little bit of a headache and just Mm. eh, wanted to just rest. Just her whole body felt a little worn down like you would if you got a cold. And then after a couple of days, she was fine. Yeah.
0: My oldest daughter said she had a headache for about a week. (laughs) Well, so, that is
2: one of the things they put down there. They probably have to put everything just in case. So maybe I got away, you know, pretty mm-hmm. good, even though I haven't had the second dose yet. But, yeah, I would say sore arm's probably going to be pretty typical all yeah. around. You did yeah. just get a bunch of stuff shot into your muscles right true. there. So <laughs> that I expect, and that. And that was fine. You just slept on the other side for a night or two and you're good, you know?
0: They <laughs> all have uh, bottles of Tylenol and proven waiting in the wings. right. News, so. right? few things I want to talk about real quick. Oh, First yeah. of all, we advertised yeah. it over the weekend. Hopefully everyone mm-hmm. saw it. And if you didn't, we we were both part of Podcasters Assemble, that yeah. that show I've been talking about that I just absolutely love.
2: It is it is such a cute idea. It's so unique and fun.
0: Mm. And the reason we were both on it is they are doing a new shorter season. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's the way they've kind of described it for Mortal Kombat films. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to be talking about uh, the first two live action movies, uh, the animated one that came out last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was that web series, Legacy, that came out. Uh, I know they're going to be talking about. The new one. uh, The new one. And then video games in general, which Mm -hmm. I was actually kind of getting excited about that the more I thought about. I was like, oh, yeah, just talking about the games themselves. Yeah. We're gamers, you know, so this is is our wheelhouse. And this is what I'm talking about. Bringing Lace in. Mm -hmm. adds that extra wrinkle because we're a gaming podcast and you get the two gamers together talking about game stuff
2: yeah yeah making those comparisons Mm
0: -hmm. so i think it's going to be a lot of fun throughout the rest of this season uh i'm trying to make sure that i get a lot of my stuff put together legacy is the only one i feel like i don't have a lot to say about right now because it's been a while since i've seen it
2: I have to take it one at a time, man. I'm not as brilliant. My mind doesn't keep stuff locked away for as long as a normal human being. So I have to do a movie at a time
1: Mm.
2: (laughs) and make my notes. Well, or whatever notes, you know, collect my thoughts while I'm watching it, you know, and see what's going on. Because uh, the first one's the only one that I actually had seen prior. Sure. But it had been, well, like I even said in there, probably when it was new was the last time I had seen it. So, you Mm. know. Almost like seeing it in noob with going, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, kind of the whole time. But the other ones I have not seen. Well, no. not true. I I have seen Annihilation. Now I've I've got my homework ready to to go mm-hmm. for the next one or whatever. And oof, but we'll wait yeah. for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oof that's everybody knows about this movie if you've seen yeah,
2: I feel like I was the only because I listened to you know of course at the end of the last cast that they did some people probably had submitted already a little early or had put some thoughts down where they were like what's to come and some people were talking about annihilation so it was really hard because I was trying to go into it without all of this garbage people have already put into my brain about how they feel about it <laughs> you mm-hmm. know because you want to go in with a clean slate and sure. make it fair right like just because other people didn't like it doesn't mean I won't. I usually am the audience for these dumb, cheesy stuff because I can just lean in and go, all right, if this is a story you want to tell, I'll lean into it and whatever rules you've created. But, uh yeah, oof.
0: Yeah. We'll just leave it there because <laughs> we'll we don't want to give it there. away.
2: To be continued on, mm-hmm. I don't remember what Podcasters date they said. It would be, uh, um,
0: probably next hour. Friday or this probably coming Friday. Friday. The 30th, unless something oh, changes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So, okay, the day I get my COVID go. shot. <laughs>
2: there you go.
0: <laughs> and I will so, say, yeah. I will say, fun fact, because I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody knows this or not, but me and the editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your podcaster's symbol uh, thrown out at the beginning of the show.
2: I did. I yeah. was the
0: last one. Did you hear the last one?
2: I did. That, look, that look at was us. Frowned it off.
0: But I did it. The The fun fact why why people might not know that it was me. I don't know if I knew it
2: was you. Yeah,
0: but it was me. I was okay. doing uh, Frank Welker's version of Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat. So I was doing it in that podcasters assemble.
2: Oh, I should have known. So that was Because you're just so good with voices. Yeah. Like I should have just been like, was that him? But see, you're too good. I so thought, you should be happy I didn't notice. That's right. I'm glad. That means you're too darn good at this. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I thought it would be fun to kind of uh-huh. inject a little bit of something in there. And uh-huh. I was hoping that they would like it enough to use it. It wasn't like, hey, uh, guys, you could use my thing because I did it. I was just like, let me try this. Let me throw it in there and see if see if they'll bite. And they did. Well,
2: I didn't like separate it or anything. I think he just took it for my intro because I want to say how I started the video. I was, or video, listen to me. The audio was like Lace Finley, co-host of, uh, you know, Superman Crash Brothers Turbo. Uh, this is my first time submitting for Podcasters Assemble. So, you know, so I think <laughs> it's, it's like, I almost sound like I'm like Podcasters Assemble, but you can kind of tell at the end yeah, that like I was going to keep talking. <laughs> But I thought how it was edited together was really cute. Like, or I say cute, which means good. No, no, yeah. I know it's, dude, don't think I'm all like, oh, he's so adorable. <laughs> you know, like, no, it was really good.
0: <laughs> no, what I usually do is right at the end, I'll throw in a stinger, and then he can just use it. Like, if I can think of some odd or unique way to say it, I'll
2: do it. Oh, to okay. Do it like, I didn't know that was a thing. I was just like, "Oh, this is my first time submitting for podcasts Like, I heard it on Godzilla and Com, mm. but it never really occurred to me that people were. I mean, I don't know if everybody does it every time.
0: Uh, I I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, it says in there is like, if you would just do it like a, a read copy of of just podcasters. Seriously,
2: yeah. did I overlook where it said to actually do that?
0: You don't have to. Oh. It's like you know, kind of like I a, thought I was if, reading if my wanna. notes
2: pretty well. <laughs> awesome to me I like I need rules Mm -hmm. I cannot stray you've got to give me (laughs) exactly what you expect no I don't know I don't
0: yeah I don't think it's a requirement but I think it's just something that way they can kind of edit and change things up so everybody's got their own thing so that's why I try to if I can think of something unique in the moment I'm trying to think of some uh fun way to to say it that way it just kind of energizes the the cut and uh he, well i definitely he stick
2: it. out like a sore thumb so if you want to yeah. go hear the music go on over there.
0: <laughs> but it was a great episode it was a really great um, episode and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season so everybody yeah, please yeah. go it's, check that out uh, it's a really symbol.
2: unique idea it's fun
0: uh it's anchor fm
2: like the links
0: are in the freaking thing down below you yeah, should know. Go,
2: just Google, go look push it the buttons we it's so it easy. good
0: and and if you're a podcaster you want to submit you got something to say come on Mm -hmm. join Mm us right it's pretty easy takes about five ten minutes of your time uh a few other things well you know what while we're on the subject mortal Kombat the movie i just want to touch on this because i know we're going to be touching on the uh the podcaster symbol thing anyway
2: but this is still ours we're allowed to
0: talk about it sure 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 (laughs) uh what what did you uh what did you think
2: Okay, so I, I don't know if we need to start this with, like, spoilers if you don't want to hear reviews or anything like that. Um, I'll try not to do spoilery, but whatever. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, I really what what like there was... plot am I really throwing off oh, for yeah. you here? But uh, it was fine. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, again, I can lean into this sort of stuff. I thought, obviously, the CGI game has been stepped up, oh, clearly. Yeah. You know? Um, so a lot of that has definitely been refined and definitely could keep you more in the moment. Um, but... I don't think we've mastered it yet with this one as far as, Mm -hmm. like, the video game adaptation or whatever. Now, for me, it was fine. I thought the fights were cool, you know? But as far as, like, a storyline or anything to kind of go, it still felt like we were just kind of shoehorning something together to move us along to the next fight kind of thing. Although, I guess the Arcana was a little bit of a different creative spin. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, all in all... Fine. I enjoyed it. I had, I was entertained. I'd probably watch it again, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I wouldn't say it's still quite, we've made an amazing video game adaptation movie out of just this one personally. Mm
0: No, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I was on the fence trying to figure out how I felt about it by the end, because Mm -hmm. while there was some good stuff in it, Mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like, and, and I, I think I've, I understand why it felt this way after mm-hmm. seeing a headline is um, the headline cool. was mortal Kombat written to be part, first part of a trilogy okay which means well, that they I weren't mean, thinking definitely they left weren't, it
2: feeling like there's more yeah.
0: but i think the problem there is is they weren't thinking of let's focus here <sighs> then we'll oh, worry about these movies it's like hey this is going to be part one And then we're going to do part two and just write it. So this is like half of a movie, or a third of a movie, matter of fact, or a third of a story, because you're already plotting two steps ahead. Yeah, they were planting
2: the seeds. It
0: feels like there's just elements missing. Mm -hmm. You know, like the story's just kind of empty. And maybe by the time all three of them are together, then it feels like, oh, okay, so now it's all kind of coming together. It's gelling. Mm -hmm. But you... Filmmakers have got to stop doing this. Stop planning for the future. Plan right then and there for yeah, that movie. You may not
2: get a sequel. Yeah. Like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make this like, one. Like, it's always hopeful. And, I mean, sure.
0: odds are probably good, but. Yeah, but make this one. Make it good. Then, if you have ideas, set the groundwork, but but never lose focus of the one movie you're making. Make that mm. stand out. Make that be that one damn movie. And, mm-hmm. and don't worry about two and three. And I think that's what was missing here is that there's all this meat that we're like, well, let's shift here and shift this. And this this will be part one. Mm-hmm. And then we can worry about part two and three. And then it all come together. Who knows? So it just right. it feels like it's missing something. And, and I, I honestly feel like that's where it's coming from. But yeah. I, I, I can't say that for sure. But there, were right. good st- there was good stuff in it. Fights were good. Mm-hmm. I-, I felt like all the actors did a great job. I really yeah. liked uh, Josh. Was it Josh Lawson? I think is his name the I'm guy that played Kano. i never going to remember
2: his people real names. But, yeah. oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Kano I,
0: was a standout.
2: I didn't know he was in it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I've seen him over the years in various roles. And as soon as I saw him in that, I was like, this is brilliant. I... I don't, he's just got such good range. Now I kind of want to go seek him out for other things because he was in Superstore as the mm. pharmacist. Hilarious. Totally a far cry from the character he played in Mortal Kombat, obviously, as Kano. Um, and also, I think he was in, like, House of Lies, too, yeah. on Showtime. Like, a completely... D- so now that I've seen, like, these three vastly different characters, I'm like, dude, I need to seek out more of his stuff because he's yeah, never he's- thought he was bad, but it was just, you know, dang. Mm.
0: Well he's, he impresses you every time you see him it's
2: yeah like, yeah and because it's such a different character and each time i felt like he's embodied it well like mm-hmm. i'm watching this character i don't feel like i'm watching an actor so yeah i guess i gotta go check out more of his stuff i'm good okay. he's popped up over the years recommended i thought his version of Kano was very fun
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um everybody else was fine. i, I I really liked Kung Lao for, for whatever reason. I felt like, because we've never really seen him on screen. Well, we haven't.
2: No, no uh, I was like going to say, as far version. as a movie goes, I don't think.
0: And I felt like we got like an accurate representation of the character. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah. And Fatalities were cool. Uh, yeah. We had some nice winks and nods to characters. Like I would say there were more cameos than mm-hmm. anything to certain characters. Like Rico or Reiko. Now, this
2: is where, like, if we get too deep in it, I'm probably going to lose the thread. But, uh, yeah. I'm
0: just, uh, well, he was, he was one of uh, Shang Tsung's henchmen. And he was the guy with the hammer that walked up looking like a big brute. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they said his name, I was like, Rico. I said, I know that name. And then I went and looked at him up and it was exactly the character I was thinking. But he did not have the look. That I was thinking of, like this guy, he seemed like he was more, um, he wasn't a brute, like he was more of the regular fighters and he had some kind of weird eye makeup, Mm -hmm. made him look, I don't know, he just, it wasn't what I remember of Reiko and if they changed him in in a future installment, like between four and eight, I guess Mm -hmm. it's, I'm trying to remember all the games.
2: Right. (laughs) Well, we're on 11. I just can't remember when, when they all necessarily yeah. came out. in. I, but I'm <laughs> almost
0: positive his, his first appearance was in 4. And I remember that look. But, again, I don't remember him in any of the others. So, if he was there and they mm-hmm. changed it, okay. And maybe that's what they're basing it on. Because he's not been in any of the new, new games, like, since 9. So, mm-hmm. But still, it was kind of cool. It was like, oh, there's a guy, and oh, there's Natara. Oh, that's cool. And then, Right. And hey, no one can complain about Goro, right? He looked good. He looked good.
2: I I will admit, (sighs) I got Hulk vibes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That was my only thing where I was like, oof, it just looks too similar. But yeah, it was definitely uh, a far cry from the puppetry that we had, which I still can't knock, but Mm -hmm. you know. I had a feeling that would be it. I mean, look at where we are today with graphics. If you didn't do that. I know the original MKs were even behind the times, considering what was available to them at the time they were released. But that would be a pretty big guffaw.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cole, what what'd you think of the character?
2: He was fine. Uh, I, I think in my head, I was trying to think of like, if he was a Canon character or not, because mm-hmm. again, you know, even when I put in the new MK games today, cause the Hobbs will buy them. I like, I like to run the towers and then I'm done with it. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't commit for very long periods of time. Um, but fine. After you and I had discussed it, I think it hit, It made me see it a little clearer. I was like, yes, especially for people who may not have played the games or anything and just want to enjoy a movie for a movie, it gave a nice, um, I guess, excuse for... Yeah. I, I don't know what to say as how spoilery we get or like, you know, because we can never tell you, just skip to 20. Like, I don't know how long we'll talk. <laughs> but with the with the end, with the big end or whatever, I yeah. guess it, it, it might help someone else out in oh okay this is why this happened yeah you know so the story they created there i mean fine yeah Hmm. sure
0: i guess uh, (laughs) i mean i
2: didn't hate him
0: no i didn't hate him either i just felt like it was unnecessary you've got a whole roster of characters you could pick from sure you could have really and
2: and, and the outside person wouldn't have known (laughs) yeah (laughs) i guess you could (laughs)
0: have tweaked the story even just a little bit to where... But
2: maybe do you think it was like a safe bet because then gamers would be like, oh, that's not true! You know, like, oh, but if we just created this whole other thing that you didn't have a chance to, like, go on Twitter and complain about being canon. Yeah, Um, but they they
0: made this whole deal into the story that has never been part of the canon, that... mm -hmm. Spoilers. Three, two, one. Scorpion's bloodline. Yeah. Seem to be important. And that's the odd part to the story is like, so you've built this whole narrative. The reason you have this character is you built this whole narrative around this being important.
1: Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Because it's not like Cole became the end all be all Mortal Kombat champion. It's not uh-huh. like. Scorpion's presence but meant again. anything other than revenge, and this goes back to what I was arguing earlier about. Okay, so you're setting, you're laying the groundwork here, uh-huh. but you're not telling me anything. So you've got it planned for part three. Right you it now, <laughs> you know, so none of this right. makes any sense right now. Yeah. So your movie seems flawed because you plan two steps ahead, and I don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mm-hmm. my issue with that. Yeah.
2: That's fair. That's a very fair point. Mm. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait and see because, you know, it's going to be several years before we probably see the ending of this whole thing. If they even mm. get the green light for the next one. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. We'll
0: spoilers see. over.
2: <laughs> spoilers over. So we'll have to remember. 20-minute team.
0: Okay. Uh, another thing real quick. And I know I was I was lobbying real hard for it last week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think I'm gonna have to change my mind on that Masked Singer thing. It's not been revealed. I
2: wanted to ask. I actually made a note. Uh, I wanted yeah. to see was it Mark Wahlberg?
0: Well, he that hasn't been unmasked yet. Oh, okay. But um, everything shifted this week when uh, the guy came out on stage and he was mm-hmm. laying out his clues, and I was like, oh no, 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 this is not Mark. So
2: is it the same person the whole time? Yeah. Like oh, all season. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. Hmm. So. I'm I'm just kind of at a like damn it you know like I had I I felt good about it and then he just dropped a whole new set of clues and I'm like oh shit no now it does like it just jimmied up all the the gears that were going and it uh-huh. doesn't add up now oh no so now I'm damn
2: it. like damn
0: so all right so that's <laughs> that's off the table I guess because
2: it does not add in for Marky. it mark was at it all. was
0: it seemed it seemed. Like a shoe-in mm-hmm. until last week. Well, from week. what
2: you told me, I was like, that's, duh, that's got to be.
0: And what what's interesting about it now is that I'm almost starting to think it might be Terry Cruz because of Ooh. some things that he said. And then I was actually looking at the build and I was like, that could be him because he is a big dude and that dude's yeah. a big. And so, I don't know. I know. And you're probably thinking, but what
2: How would f- the MW mean? What does it mean? That's, yeah, I know that. <laughs> and the funk thing and the... Right. All these other clues. It just—I don't know. There's a long-lost Wahlberg brother. None of us remember.
0: But see, that's why it made
2: it the perfect. Maybe well, it's here's like the, uh, I don't know, Michael Wahlberg. We've never.
0: Who knows? <laughs> but see, here's speaking of that very thing: how some of the clues work and how she came to this. I have no idea. But Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls. She's one of the judges. Okay. And they were one of the the people that got. Uh, unmasked this week had a clue in their package that said TNT. Now, whatever she gleamed from all the other clues, she saw that one thing and she guessed it correctly because she pieced together TNT stood for Tia and Tamara. You remember sister, sister?
2: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was one of the sisters.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: So she was like, that means TNT, Tia and Tamara, boom, done. And I was like,
2: okay because nice. i thought she
0: was she was like kind of you know going out on a limb but she was like dead on i was like holy crap that's
2: nice spot well on. done with your pop culture lady
0: hell yeah. yeah so whatever but yeah it's yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take that off the table
2: dang uh, i was hopeful for you
0: i know i was too i was uh, i'm
2: just living this whole experience through you because i've never seen this show fine. a day in my life <laughs> Like I've seen, I, never, I guess some clips, but
0: and you know what's funny is we actually tried uh, <coughs> try there was there's a spinoff show called The Masked Dancer, and we okay. tried watching that and
2: this doesn't have you, the same flair. No,
0: dude, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't like everything works on that show. Uh-huh. Whether it's like the judges, the energy, and then the performance itself of people singing, uh-huh. dancing's just not the same. The the panels just not the like nothing about it gelled. Uh-huh. It was just like uh, I'm not I'm not it into felt this. like an imposter. Yeah, it was like now nah, let's I'm I'm gonna stop watching this now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got enough stuff to do. I don't need this one. Uh,
0: I got I got a little bit more time. Uh, I'm trying.
2: To- <laughs> and I'm starting to worry about the headliner. Yeah. He's like, I, oh, wait, I got more stuff to talk about here.
0: No. no I, uh, I think I mentioned this and yeah, I, I mentioned it last week maybe. Uh briefly as I was mocking mm-hmm. someone. <laughs> oh. Uh but I've been rewatching the Saw movies. And
2: Oh yeah, with Carrie Albies. Yeah,
0: Poor guy. wonder Bastard, to, I guess
2: it was. Bastard.
0: Bastard you bastard. Seriously, how could you not say that? I don't know. Uh,
2: I don't know. What would you do if you were having to saw your foot off in the moment? You probably don't know what you'd saw. Like.
0: I don't know, but I'm sure I could say "bastard" <laughs> with more.
2: Uh, I don't know I-
0: Inflections uh. with. Anyway, uh, I've been rewatching them. Like I actually got like there was a a box set Blu-ray, mm-hmm. real cheap, had like the first seven seven movies in it. Yeah. And I got it like I don't even remember how long. I, like I've had it on my shelf for some time. And never touched it. And then I just got a bug up my ass. And I was like, you know what? I haven't watched these. I'm going to watch these now. And I watched them. And I have to say, and you can say whatever you want. And I personally, I don't dislike gore. But I guess I do have like a threshold to where I'm just like, all right, you're taking just a step too far. When
2: it's just for the sake of it is when I'm out of it. Like just to see how gory and gross we could make it. Mm. Eh. I don't gore porn. Like...
0: For these movies, I honestly feel like that's where it came. Like oh, sure. If you watch part one, there's really, really only maybe like one scene that for me is just like, oh, God. But I felt like you earned that in the moment where it was like, this is where we're at.
2: Well, and I feel like it, the first one was more psychological. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which was and definitely then, more scary to me because it was mm, possible for someone to be this effed up in their version of vigilante justice, yeah. you know?
0: But then each movie... It's like they just had to, okay, well, we gotta step it up. We gotta step it up. We gotta make it worse. We gotta make it more glory and graphic and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And some of it just ugh, you yeah. know, I could yeah. do without it. I don't need right. it. You know. Outside of all that, this is mm-hmm. what I really wanted to touch on. I have to really say it's impressive how they threaded these stories together. I mean, genuinely impressive when you think about it. Because you take a a franchise like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. or even Halloween and there's really no common thread. You know, other than the killer's coming back and, oh, well, this is what happened to him in the last one and uh, they're coming back now. Oh, my goodness. That's Mm -hmm. it. These movies intricately find ways to continue a plot thread that has been going on from day one. And it's yeah. just like, holy crap. Because yeah. you get to the end of the first one. Okay, cool. And then you start up part two. And then we're kind of twisting around an element from that one.
1: Okay.
0: And then a plot comes back around. you are like, holy crap, that's, oh, that's awesome. And then mm-hmm. you go to part three. Well, then that brings another plot thread around. Part four brings yet another one around and ties it into this one. Five, same thing. And it's just you keep twisting and turning all these plot threads. And it makes sense. Like, you never miss a beat. There may be, and maybe I'm blind to it in some degree, where something maybe doesn't add up, or maybe there's, like, a stretch in, like, ah, would that have been there? Ah, But overall, it's pretty cohesive. Okay. To the point where it's just like, this is impressive. For a horror franchise that's built on the gore, I feel Mm -hmm. like so many people are going to miss out on really good storytelling when you think about it.
2: Oh, I totally did because I gave up halfway through three. I didn't even finish it. I was losing interest at that point. Like, I thought the first one was great. Mm -hmm. The second one was fine. And halfway through the third, I'm like, no, I don't. And I think the gore is where people get turned off because... It was for me because I really just felt like all they were trying to do was see how much further they could go, how much more gross, disgusting, whatever. mm -hmm. It's not... It even got to the point where it wasn't even scary anymore. It was just blah.
0: Yeah. And see... Katrina was the same way, where she has never seen a Saw movie ever. Oh, okay. And she outright refused, because she th- felt like the gore in these films was going to be human centipede levels of nasty, sure. you <laughs> right, know? Right, And I was like, that's fair. But as I was rewatching, watching I was like, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, so I don't want to force it on you, I said. But mm-hmm. if you ever feel like, I said, I it's not as bad as you think. I can recommend the
2: first one.
0: Yeah, I said it can get bad, but it's not as bad as as you're imagining it can be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said there are even times that I just, I don't want to watch it because, look, if you take an ax and you chop your arm off or your Mm -hmm. hand, one swipe, boom, done. Hey, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. (laughs) You hope
2: it's that easy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I hope it's that easy. But right. when you're sitting there sawing, yeah. you're, I'm like God.
2: Ah, yeah, and I don't want That's wanna... the reaction they want.
0: Yeah, I just don't want it. I'm just like no. God, stop,
2: just stop, just cut it. Yeah. Just
0: like do there it. was, I think it was in the fifth or I think it was the sixth one. There was a scene just Jesus, like that. How
2: many is there now?
0: There are technically eight. With a ninth one that I don't think is necessarily connected directly, but more of a spinoff called Spiral coming out next month with Chris Rock.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Like, it was his idea, too. So I'm really intrigued by that.
2: All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Anyway. But no, it was just like you had a butcher knife and you had a big freaking meat cleaver. And bitch takes a damn... Butcher knife to her. Arm, I'm like, the fuck, the, the the meat cleaver. That's what you pick up. Don't go with it. What are you doing?
2: You know, I, I, you guys can't tell that I'm all tense. Yeah, she, up she's she's right
0: all up in there. I right, I won't talk about it too <laughs> <Like> much. <laughs> I just I just want to talk about the story because I had seen them a long time ago. I knew there were connections, but actually getting to watch them almost back to back to back, like okay. over the course of a small time period, I actually get to see all these plot threads getting mm-hmm. woven together and it's just like damn that's really good then last night I actually watched for the first time Jigsaw which is the seventh movie or eighth movie Okay, and it actually the first seven were pretty much made year to year to year so mm-hmm. it was like as soon as it started I felt like the, they were pretty fast
2: yeah. yeah and maybe
0: maybe that's why they they wove together a lot better because the plot was yeah. still you know fresh in their fresh. head <laughs>
2: Right, yeah. But
0: then they get to this one and I think the last one was in twenty ten and then this one was twenty seventeen. So it was a good seven oh, wow. year gap. Okay. Yeah. And the entire plot is surrounding John Kramer is back, who is Jigsaw, and he's been dead for a long time now. Okay. okay. Well I'll tell you that. It's not no big spoilers <laughs> or anything. Well, I like mean that.
2: they're almost twenty years old from the first one, right? So yeah.
0: In the third one in part three, he officially dies. Like he the actor is still in the other movies, mm-hmm. but he is legitimately and one hundred percent officially dead in that movie. Like he died in that movie. Okay. Okay, there's no coming back from that. He's not Jason. Okay. okay. So every time you see him in the other movies, it's a flashback or some oh, okay. relatable like you know, a
2: context reference point. Yeah, like
0: something. you'll see him interacting with someone here or Maybe there's a, a video there and it's just something to kind of bring him back. And of course they use his voice for the little puppet and would you like mm. to play a game? Sure. That kind of thing. Which is cool because he's yeah. got a great voice. Um but they they told the story where it's you, you're getting all these clues that he's still alive, and you're like, There's no fucking way he's still alive. There's just no way. Uh-huh. You saw him die. Uh huh. And then they keep laying everything out. And then there's just one scene, and you're starting to believe the man is alive. And it's like, there's no way. Like, I was sitting there starting to get angry. I was like, if he's alive, this whole movie is bullshit because there's no (laughs) way. He's not supernatural. This is bullshit. We're
2: not supposed to be.
0: And then there comes that twist, and I was like, I should have seen it coming. Like, Mm. I should have seen it. Oh, they got you. They did. Because they pulled the same tricks they've pulled in other movies. But the way they, they laid everything out, I was like, damn it, I should have seen this. Oh my well, god. Good. But it was beautiful. And mm-hmm. they still told a great I like I still feel like it was a great story. And I I honestly feel like they did this on purpose, which I appreciated. They mm-hmm. toned down the gore. Like Oh, okay. Every, like yeah. they it's like they reined it in. It's like, look, we're still gonna be saw. We're still gonna have a sure. little bit of gore. But we're gonna just we're gonna rein it in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the last scene in the entire movie was probably the goriest thing you'll see. Everything else was well, tame in comparison to Better here.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: tame in comparison to everything we've seen in the other movies. So okay. I'm kind of curious if Spiral will kind of follow suit with that as well. Yeah, hmm. but it's got me interested in seeing that movie, uh, especially seeing how they did this because mm-hmm. I don't, I genuinely feel like his the, like the John Kramer stuff is done. Okay. Like, I feel like they put a cap on it. Mm-hmm. It's over. And then now we can move on to maybe a copycat, someone else doing sure. different things or whatever. So,
2: Or, and hear me out, mm. we start making a new movie.
0: Or, yeah, we could, <laughs> we could do that too. I mean, it's fascinating stuff. I mean, look, I'm not saying that I agree or condone what the man does uh-huh. in these movies, but I get it to a point. Like, I, I try to understand and get the concept behind it uh-huh. because the his whole idea, his whole MO is that there's a piece of shit person out there and you're trying to get them to appreciate the value of life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And perhaps this is not the best way to do yours. it. By destroying yours. But but that's the thing. The, the, the idea of the traps is to be you can get out of it. You can mm-hmm. be free. You're going to have to um, sacrifice a little bit. But you will survive. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna, you know, either lose a little. You're not something. gonna have a good time. No, it's yeah. it's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's the gonna pain hurt. of it all is gonna hurt. Uh-huh. But you can survive. You just mm-hmm. have to be willing to do it. Sure. And that I appreciate because not saying he's not a killer, <laughs> but it's he's that, still a
2: bad person. Yeah.
0: yeah. But there's always there's always a way out. You just have to pay attention. You have to. Take it, because even even in this one, there was a way out.
1: Mm-hmm. There was a
0: way out. He said it point blank. Here's your way out, and they didn't hear it. They just, you know that mm-hmm. that panic, that fear sets in. is like
2: ah, we gotta kill. See, and yeah. then you wonder why he couldn't say bastard. Hmm. See, bastard! the fear sets in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to say the word bastard. <laughs>
2: Don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I
0: I, I feel like I'm gushing over these movies. I, they are a hard watch, I, I admit, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're for everybody, but I did get my wife to uh, be interested in them just a little bit. Well, there you go. Just a little <laughs> bit. Where she's like like she actually watched Jigsaw kind of. She was playing mm-hmm. a video game at the same time, but she was also kind of back and forth. Sure. And she even told me at the end of it, she's like, you know what? I actually like that one. So like that was okay. that was pretty see?
2: good. So her and I might be on the same page as far yeah. as like our scary. I don't need it to be gore, but if you can put up a really good psychological thriller that I mm-hmm. can believe would happen, oh yeah. Well, see, that's why oh I yeah. wanted
0: to watch the first one. I said, because I told her, I said, that one's really good. Like after mm-hmm. watching it, it it's like it energized me to go watch the rest of them because it was like, damn, that is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it's one of those little independent films that's made for little to no money, mm-hmm. but has such a great story and it's just Damn good, you know. Right. Really solid. Hey,
2: what have you been playing? I was gonna say video games. Video 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 games. games, Sorry. (laughs) I I think by now, if you guys don't expect that when you come here to, if you want the games, you always like thirty minutes in. It's probably about. I'm I'm trying to keep it.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to keep it on a schedule, but, you know, I want to talk about other things, too. I don't get to talk about a lot of this stuff.
2: I know. I guess it's just like, do we just talk about it all? Well, let's see. For video games, though. Okay, so it was another light week, and I've told myself that I'm going to buckle down Mm -hmm. next week and actually get some more gaming in. Um, But I did uh, Liberated, went on sale. Okay. And um, I thought... I would give this one a go. I had played the demo of, gosh, maybe it was like a year or so ago now when it first came out. And what really caught my eye about it, and I think you would like it too, Stephen, because it is kind of like a run and gun side scroller, but like Mm. it's told in a like the comic book cell shading style. So as you're moving into like the next room, it actually looks like you've just moved into the next panel of the comic book and you're you know, and this story is just kind of happening around you. And then you run and gun kind of like a little bit of like Pedro, my friend Pedro, like how oh, that okay. side, you know, you're constantly moving to the side, moving it around, shooting and all this kind of stuff. And then argh and bang and stuff like that will come across the screen and it's uh, black and white. Um, so I've only put in about 20 minutes or so because I just downloaded it yesterday, but Definitely excited to jump back into that one because I forgot how cool I really thought it was. And then your backlog and then, you know, Steam reminds you when your wish list goes on sale. So that's what happened. (laughs) What was the name of it again? Liberated. 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 And I actually, let me check, it might still be on sale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's only like six bucks right now, dude. Like way, they deserve way more than that for this game. But I mean, you can't pass up that sale six bucks. I think you would dig it. And I think you would dig it a lot. Um, And it doesn't, your PC is good now. You got a good laptop. I don't think it should be a problem. I mean, it doesn't seem, it never takes that much. But uh, yeah, it's, I can't tell you a whole lot on the plot yet. I got to get further. But I really, I really dig it. And I think it's one you would like. And you know how we love to talk about indie stuff. And I feel like that's a good indie find. And uh, you could find it on Steam right now for $6. For six dollars mm. I really enjoyed it um and then outside of that uh really not a whole lot of other games were played outside of that okay yeah Fair so I, I I told myself this week I don't think I have as much going on <laughs> so hopefully I can sit down and get some more some more gaming in because I know I apologize guys we're gaming podcast and Lacey has been slacking on the game playing
1: that's fine. lately
2: but I'm gonna get back on track here am gonna get back mm. on track <laughs> But outside of that, what have you been playing? I well, like actually, that was probably the only thing new that I, I touched. I feel like I played a lot
0: this week. It'll sound like I played a lot, but not a lot of time went into playing. <laughs> but dabbled did, a little here and yeah. there on a bunch of stuff. But it, I mean, in, in the best possible way, um, I played the Resident Evil demo that came out.
2: Oh, good. Castle. Hopefully Is I'll it, be able to talk about it next week.
0: hmm I, I didn't didn't did find the PC out C
2: version didn't come out right away. Like what?
0: Right. I did find <laughs> out the next week you can play both demos, the the one that came out last week and then the one that came out this week. Oh, okay. So next week both demos will be available to play. 60 minutes is what they said, you know, so 30 minutes on one, 30 minutes on the other. Uh-huh. It is a timed, but there is also the the complete run through, you know, right. how if you can get through it all uh i'm surprised i actually did because i didn't know what specifically i was trying to do or where i was going i was just trying Mm -hmm. to get through an area right and then i got through an area finally because i was being chased and then it was like end and i was like oh okay and i did it in like 24 minutes and some odd seconds so was there
2: i don't anticipate getting through <clears> the whole thing
0: yeah i i wasn't <laughs> intending to speed run it like i actually spent yeah. my time looking around game is so gorgeous yeah so gorgeous i mean
2: i could imagine
0: damn they just made it look really good uh still intense like mm-hmm. i did you play the first demo that they did like not I, the, the, one the one last shot yeah that for one resident
2: wo- 2 right resident evil 2 yeah
0: yeah, I whatever it was, it was where you're kind of yeah. in a dungeon or whatever and you're just kind of crawling about.
2: I feel this like was... it was in the police station, the one I played.
0: No, no, no. This was this was for this game, but it came out some time ago.
2: Oh, for Resident Evil Village? Yeah. I played no demos for Resident okay. Evil Village.
0: <laughs> well, there was a demo that came out, and I, I feel like it's a different part of the story because in that one it would just seem to be more exploratory. Like you were just getting to look around... Uh, the just kind of get a feel for
2: the ambiance yeah. yeah
0: because you to my knowledge I know you could find stuff but I don't remember having weapons you know what I mean like you could still open stuff and collect stuff but right. you were just okay. trying to get through kind of like how
2: seven's demo was right so you're okay. just trying
0: to explore but I did walk through areas that I remember walking through in that with okay. more open space like I, there was a like a dungeon area you got to go through part of the the castle. Uh, mm-hmm. There were new areas I could access, but I remember going through certain parts and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool to see those areas again and see it like it expanded more. Yeah. But this time you're definitely fighting. Uh, there, there was even a spot where you could buy ammunition, weapons, and stuff like that. Which So there's a shopkeeper in this uh, Oh, game. okay. And maybe there was in one of the others. I don't remember. A shopkeeper, huh? I remember there was not four, maybe five. I don't remember five all that well. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, remember five if all there was in seven. Like I felt like seven was more. You're contained to the.
2: Yeah, I don't feel like there was. Yeah, like you might have found some upgrades or something to put on the mm. the weapons or something along the way. Right,
0: but... no this this had a shopkeeper in it. Like I ran on ran up on him by accident because I was being chased by some bug bitch, and oh. I was just like,
2: I gotta get, I gotta. Not I gotta... the one everybody's hot for.
0: No, but I saw. A door, and I was like, I
2: haven't been in here. <laughs> Hopefully nothing's on the other side.
0: And then there's this big, gigantic dude, and he was like, hey, it's you. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but he, you know me.
2: Just passing through. Excuse yep. me.
0: He was like, can I interest you in my was And I was like, sure. So I bought a shotgun. I was like, I got something for you now, woman.
2: Nice. <laughs> Get that shotty.
0: Got a good spread. There was a, a few little enemies. I don't know what the hell they were. I guess, zombie-esque creatures, but they were like, and they had, I don't know what the hell they were. They were just-
2: <laughs> A creature of the, their own design. Yeah,
0: the uh, zombie versions of whatever in this game. hmm And that was about the most intense outside of the Bug Woman. And then, of mm-hmm. course, like I said, you get through wherever and enjoy yeah.
2: it. And, and also to keep in mind, the last few demos or whatever, I guess with the exception of seven, it was like kind of its own little thing. Mm-hmm. Right, like so, just kind of giving you a feel for the engine, the gameplay, a little bit of what's going on, how it's going to appear, how you move in its space. So, who knows? You yeah. know what well, we get the final one, but it's looking good. Mm. Can't deny that it's looking good.
0: You know, so don't don't miss the uh, demo if you can next week and get to play both of them. So I at least want to do that. I want to play the other part of it that I missed, yeah, if I can. Uh, I played about two hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. I'm trying to get a feel for that. Sure. It definitely feels like a, an Assassin's Creed game, but not. You know what I mean? Like okay. some odd. Like I haven't played Origins. I haven't played Odyssey, even though I have mm-hmm. Odyssey. I just never got around to playing it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there are elements to it that they've been utilizing in those games that I've just not. I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Combat to me feels foreign because my square button is not my attack it's up here and i don't oh, really like that. on the trigger yeah so i'm sitting there and they're like attack and i'm like Sp- parry, parry, dodge dodge and i'm like why am i not attacking because i'm hitting square <laughs> and that's to parry and dodge and i'm like okay and then so i have to turn my brain on it's like up here and i'm like no but that's this is this is attack and it's like no no it's up here and it's like no that's dodge this is attack so, ew,
2: can you remap it?
0: I, I didn't look. Uh, I really okay. should because it's just, it's, ew. yeah, Why my brain's you just not having it.
2: Well, we've been trained this way for over 30 years now. Yeah. Attack so, is our thumb. Stop right. it. We're gonna, <laughs> or those old people now. Quit changing things. Stop it.
0: <laughs> so I'm having to get used to that. Uh, from what I've seen thus far, it looks good. Uh, the story captiv- captivated me enough that I probably played a little longer than I should have. It's one of those situations where you're playing it and you're like, just a little bit longer. Let me do this mm-hmm. one last thing, and then before you know, one it's
2: like, more checkpoint. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: like shit. Okay, so I got to stop playing now. Now it's I'm two a.m.
2: Awesome. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, just from what I'm seeing thus far, it, I could I could see myself losing time in this. Something mm-hmm. tells me the map is much larger than what I'm seeing. Oh, because I'm sure. I stretched yeah. it out and I was looking at it and was like, This looks manageable. I said, I like that. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, there's no way. It's just this. But the last game I'm playing, mm-hmm. uh we're gonna talk about later. Oh, all right. So uh all right. A little Something for you. So uh, what have we got in uh, news?
2: In the way of news this week, I will admit, kind of boring. But I think I found some good stuff for us to chat about. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, we always should be happier, I guess, when it's kind of a slower news week. Then it means like nobody was hurt, got fired, laid off, this, that, or the other. Yeah, you would uh, hurt. But I don't know. We've, uh, and I, again, this is probably just me. These GPU shortages. Like, I know yeah. we've, I've talked about it, my heart's been breaking. Uh, we PC gamers, we felt it for years now with one thing or the other we've been fighting. Um, it's even kind of gotten to the point now where even NVIDIA themselves have been asking gamers to maybe use GeForce Now service until the stock returns. Like, they're acknowledging, like, uh, you know, we know you want to play. Maybe this is a solution for the moment. Um, uh, but with the shortages happening, NVIDIA is going to attempt to launch new hardware. Regardless, so maybe we can get our hands on something if you're quick to the draw here. I don't know. It's not official from an NVIDIA as of yet, but a recent report has shown that they do seem to be ready to launch another in its 3000 series. Okay. Maybe they're trying to spread the love here and get us get us all a, a new card in our hand, but it'll be the GeForce RTX 3080 Ti, which is uh,
1: supposedly
2: to release in May. Mm-hmm. They were thinking May 25th was on the report. But again, you know, if it's not official, we're still kind of like, you know, making up our own news at this point. But uh, it might have a price tag looking at about $999, which is a little bit more than the one that they have out right now. But it's supposed to be eh, a little bit better. One Mm. would hope. I don't know. Uh, But in tandem, they also seem to be getting ready to launch the RTX 3070 Ti, which was rumored to have been scrapped. Yeah, But they're now getting built again, probably to compete with AMD. I mean, they've been pushing out some good cards, too. Yeah, that's true. Hello. Even the console's got like a lock-in on that. But um, so with the chip shortage is still planning to take us through 2023, <laughs> as I've <laughs> already mentioned, and I'm still heartbroken. I guarantee they'll sell fast. Choice isn't something PC gamers have had for a while. If you were wanting to build, you just kind of
0: go for it. <laughs> and
2: hope to find the pieces that you need. Um, So we'll see. I'm kind of keeping my eye on it. It's not that I need a new card. No. But it's the thought of if this one poops, I might be screwed.
0: Yeah. See, and that's not... That's unfair to all these people. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. And if there's no stock out there, you're... you're Gaming system is, is that Yeah, I
2: mean, <clears throat> I guess it's kind of like the same price as a console if you really think of it. Like just for the card, obviously not to build the whole PC or mm. whatever. Uh, but, well, again, if you're getting to pay MSRP. Sure. Unless you're one of those with FU money who's willing to pay the ridiculous prices that, you know, scalpers are asking for on like eBay or whatever. But, uh, you know, you're looking at a $600 investment for that new card. I I think that's just my biggest fear right now because right. like even when I got this card we were dealing with shortages but in a different frame it wasn't as bad as this we were fighting Bitcoin farmers and all this kind of stuff because that was when it really started to take off I remember with that Bitcoin farming when I was trying to, but this is when 1080 was still a thing we hadn't even got to 2000 series yet you know <clears throat> and that was hard enough mm-hmm. that was hard enough for me to find a card. Since January, I haven't even been able to find a Garbo one for sale, like a stupid old one that would even run today's games. Wow. So I'm I'm nervous for my gaming future just because, I don't know, I hope the card will last forever. And I've not had any issues playing games yet. Like I haven't found a game so far that my card's pushed back on, you know. But um, ah, we might be getting there, though. I mean, I am on the 1080. You know what uh, I'm
0: on all honesty what I you you made me consider this and I don't know who we need to go to. So I'm going to pitch it out to our our siblings as well because maybe they can help us. Okay. I want to talk to someone who understands Bitcoin 100% fully yeah can tell us everything because I want to know why these cards are so important. What the hell is Bitcoin farming? What Like, I don't understand some of these terms that pop up, and it's just, it seems foreign to me. Like, people are just hacking and, and turning all this, like, they're just creating currency that doesn't exist.
2: I don't understand its inception very much, but, like, with the use of the video cards, it's really, this is going to be such... A bad explanation, but I know it has something to do with being connected to the network with the blockchain farming, or the blockchain. No. So I know someone's listening right now that knows all of this, and it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe she's explaining it this way. But they need those cards because their PC, to my understanding, is just always on. It's always working this network. Mm-hmm. So any PC needs a video card to run, a GPU to run. Even, it could be a garbage one. The problem is they're buying all the ones that we would also need for the fancy graphics, but they don't need all all that stuff on it they just need it to run and go so okay. we haven't separated gpus yet that it's just like hey you just wanted to keep going do your farm this thing and, and it could be cheaper because you don't need all the bells and whistles
0: okay and everything have you have just said <laughs> everything you just said i have no idea what you said and i didn't explain I heard, it well so
2: i'm not surprised that i didn't help you but <laughs> i
0: heard your words but i don't understand
2: Oh, dear. I understood
0: yeah, no. all the words. I still just don't understand what they mean together.
2: Right. You're putting them in a sentence? No. But it's on their own? Totally could give you the definition. So, um, but again, yeah.
0: going back to the siblings. If you know anybody who knows every detail about right. Bitcoin, blockchains, mm-hmm. farming, this fake currency, whatever. I well, want to talk to these people.
2: I can't call it fake, man, if they're they're cashing in for some of these huge chunks of change, you know? Just saying, it's digital! I know, I know. It's like, should I be getting in on this? I don't know. I feel it's too late now. Yeah, yeah. Like, those who would benefit were the ones who actually saw the the magic in it early on and got in on it, but... (laughs) who knows i i mean digital currency seems to be the way things are kind of going i mean i've kind of felt for years cash is just becoming the most obsolete ridiculous thing everything's just kind of a number in your bank account and you're swapping those digits back and forth for however long now so value is placed on something that we determine its value for honestly
0: I mean, we can go back to those non-fungible token nonsense. I, I mean, don't get those this, at all. This is...
2: That's that's where I need someone to step in and explain an NFT to me. I don't give a crap. How many people have tried to tell me I don't get it?
0: If you know somebody, <laughs> email us something and so I can reach out to this person and have them on the show to explain this to all of us who don't yes. understand it because I, I, I need it broken down in the most dumb... Like, I, I'm not saying I'm dumb. We're pretty sharp. But uh-huh. there's something about this. I, there's an element I'm missing, mm-hmm. a piece to this puzzle that just does not make any sense to me whatsoever, and I just don't get it.
2: Yeah, no, I got. I you. need, I need that puzzle I piece. You. Yep, and I, so. I've tried, and as you could tell, that was that was what I could come up with. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things with like science and math and all this kind of stuff. I see that it works. You told me that it does, and I believe you.
0: If only the rest of the world could do that too. Sometimes. <laughs>
2: Just like, I don't get what all of that means, but I see it's working.
0: I need a doctor, but fuck vaccines. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Whole other topic. Anyway, hey, gamers won this week. Gamers had a win. What did they do? PlayStation has backtracked and is now leaving up the PS3 store and the Vita store. So, grats, I guess, in a blog post uh, this week from PlayStation, or last week, I guess I should say now. uh, They're going to maintain the storefronts and continue operations, I would assume, as long as it's viable. You know? Mm. Um, Because they they, they did put out, saying, upon further reflection, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. Uh, PSP Commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, though still 2021 is planned. But like the Vita and the three, we'll, we'll leave it there for y'all. So it was an interesting backtrack because they, they were trying to explain their thought process here mm-hmm. <laughs> as to why initially they were going to close it down. I know you and I, we were just like Jim Ryan. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: Jim he hates Ryan. old games. It doesn't matter. He's just, he doesn't like to preserve these things. Doesn't understand why any of us would love to go back and play them in 2021. Um, But yeah, he was, they, they just tried to point to things like commerce support challenges, which is probably what I was thinking. Are there enough people still utilizing the service to pull these games from? Is it just money there? I don't know. Uh, But they wanted it to focus on newer devices, like put all of that energy instead of maintaining the storefront. They were saying they wanted to put it towards, you know, the PS5 and all of the newer things that they were going to come out, maybe peripherals, the VR. They wanted to focus on the next generation of this and uh, underestimated, as they said, the passion gamers had for these older games, which probably means they just got like a bunch of Twitter messages, hate, all this kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. That's what passion in the gaming community, unfortunately, uh, translates into most of these days. But, but hey.
0: let let me let me kind of play devil's advocate here, okay? Yeah. So, in response, because we like we said, Jim Ryan's probably. Go, I just don't understand why these people. Right? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Here's mm-hmm. your stupid old games, and he did it? Because it was like pulling teeth because he just doesn't understand. But here you go. Here's your thing. Right. You're whining. Mm -hmm. But if it's not financially viable and they know this and maybe they're even losing money on it. This is when you come to your fans or all these people complaining. It's like, look, unless you are putting money into this, we are losing money. So Mm -hmm. we can no longer like I'm not saying you got to talk stupid to him, but. You need to lay these. things You would out. probably
2: have to show proof, though. Yeah, lay because these we things all out. do have it in our head: big bad corporation losing money. Oh, how much could you possibly be losing? Mm-hmm. You know, and, well, and
0: that's that's a fair assessment. But mm-hmm. if you are genuinely losing money and you're doing this because fans bitched and complain, lay it out there to them. Say, it, 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 despite how, because they're still going to bitch,
2: right? Regardless. I mean, that's yeah.
0: nothing's going to change there. But if I was losing money, I'm like, look. You guys can complain all you want, but here are the facts. All of you who are mad, you're not buying anything. You're not contributing anything to this. We are not making any money off of this. Mm-hmm. Maintaining it is like a sinkhole. So yeah. why are we going to continue to maintain this if all we're going to do is take a hit? It's like, we can find a way to, to balance it out with something else, sure. But right now, it's just not viable. So mm-hmm. I we apologize, but... Unless you were paying in for it, it's it has to go.
2: Yeah, which would not go over well. It
0: it wouldn't, but I mean, no. I would at least say on Sony's side, uh, at least you were transparent about it and it's like, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I, I or really even serious. if you, I don't know if this proposal would work, but maybe you're like, I, I know PlayStation has their own subscription mm. monthly service. Maybe that takes a two-buck-a-month hike. Yeah. To maintain a PS3 server or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's something you could even opt in to have. Like, I want these older games. Oh, crap. Maybe I shouldn't give them these ideas. Now they'll try to monetize these old games that people have already uh, paid for. They'll be like, oh, you want to keep PS3? Now I have PS3 and Vita live service that you can subscribe to for six ninety nine a month to keep access to your old game. You know, like, and mm. I, they probably are already thinking of that.
0: I honestly think that if <laughs> there was, like, I wish... If whatever games I bought on PlayStation Three, which I know that I had quite a few, oh God, yeah, digitally, and if I had a PlayStation Now subscription, that that would just kind of roll into that because I don't think about those games. I know that I I had ownership of them at one point, right? But or at least
2: the license to play yeah, it at the
0: time. I don't, I don't know anything. Like I just. I know I had them at one point. I couldn't tell you what they are unless I went through a list of my trophies or something. i like, oh, yeah, I did have that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm not thinking about them anymore. So sure. if you gave me a place that I could possibly access them, if I wanted to, cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not thinking about them either. So it's it's double-edged sword for me. I,
2: it I, really is, and I don't know that there's a good solution because, <clears throat> I mean, as time goes on, I mean, it's going to go away. I mean, we, we're we not constantly, uh, to my understanding, I don't think we have PS1 servers up giving you that. I mean, I don't even know that Internet was, like, becoming, you know, coming into its own. PS2, I don't hear about PS2 storefronts or anything. So, I mean, it's, it's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. It...
2: it, it, it <laughs> And, 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 yeah, I mean, there's no way to really preserve these, I don't think. Because, again, buying a hard copy, you don't have the full game anymore. No. I You never pop in a new game and it just plays. You've usually got to wait for some gigabytes worth of updates or a patch or something that's coming through. Because they probably sold you that part, knowing that they'll get an extra week while it's all shipping to finish some stuff up. And they'll just push that out to you when you pop in that disc mm. that proves you put in the money. You know, so... I think we all just need to make our peace with it's gonna happen, unfortunately. Um, and until we come up with uh God, maybe this is something some modders should really get on. Cause like I know some people would probably pay a Patreon monthly fee for somebody who was willing to keep that sort of thing up. I know people who pay modders now. Yeah. Just to have whatever content they create put in their game, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So <sighs> I guess you couldn't even really use like a big SD card, huh? Because it would still all have to download to it. Yeah, it's true. I don't remember because was PS3 still on those cards?
0: I don't remember.
2: I don't remember now either. Hmm. I know two did for sure. Hmm. I'd have to go go check it. I still have it. Don't. It's the way we watch TV in the bedroom. If I ever watch it in there, I rarely Hmm. have that TV on. But we've left the PS3 there because I can still pop on Netflix with it. (laughs) I'm almost
0: positive they had a hard drive.
2: You probably are right because I was trying to remember what the face of it was or if it had that just as extra storage. I'm sitting here in front of a computer and I'm refusing to Google any of this. We're just going to speculate and let you at me later on because we were wrong.
0: (laughs) I'm almost positive about a hard drive, internal hard drive. Almost
2: positive. (sighs) I think you might be right. Mm, my memory—I should know better. I probably should really get that checked out. There's probably something else going on up there.
0: <laughs> I mean, with a $600 price tag at launch, it better have. Oh an internal God, right? Oh uh,
2: God. I still remember like you really wanted that much for it. It worked. Can't mm-hmm. say it did it because that was the first time I remembered seeing the news articles of people paying 15k for uh for a console on eBay. I was like, what? <laughs>
0: It's just not worth it, people.
2: (laughs) No. Wow. Man. So have you seen those rumors about this Soho engine? Since we're still talking about Sony here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Moving on to that. -hmm. So I, I guess this has been chatted about a little bit. Already, but Sony like extended its trademark to the Soho Engine to New Zealand and Switzerland. So it started this whole other like, oh, so it's making moves still. Maybe something more is happening behind the scenes here. Um, uh, Jamatsu. I don't know if I've ever said their. um,
0: (laughs) I know who you're talking about,
2: journalist. Correctly, (laughs) I don't know if I've ever said that right, but in an article that they, you know, they spotted and, and, and informed me of, the company had earlier trademarked the term, I guess, in October of 2020. For Europe though. Yes. So it's like we we're still seeing it moving over there. As of now, only the term Soho engine has been trademarked. So that's as far as we know. Soho engine Sony. Boom. <laughs> so there's really no telling exactly what it is. Um there's lots of speculation, which I thought was fun mm-hmm. to speculate. Like, what could Sony be doing behind the scenes here? Could it be Could it be a new engine? Maybe. Could it be a game called Soho Engine? No. <laughs> no. Could it be a PSVR thing? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just found it kind of interesting as I'm reading through it. Because, I mean, they do love to use their engine to show off games, right? What if this right. is... It's a brand new engine that Sony's get concocting that's really going to make PS5 pop. Because, I mean, Xbox and them, they're back at a decent battle here. Like, I feel like they're on the same fighting ground now as far as, like, hardware. Yeah. Who's going to bring it?
0: Well, honestly, someone's going to have to because if you think about it, genuinely think about it, I don't think there has been one game 100% developed for one console yet True. for one of these next gen consoles, because everything they be like, well, it's coming to PlayStation five and Xbox one, but also uh, PlayStation four and Xbox one, right? Like we still f- have to
2: share. Cause it's yeah. still pretty new if you want your game played.
0: <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but that means that you're not, you're not utilizing that engine to its fullest potential. Because you're still mm-hmm. having to adhere to this old engine. Because so, you're having
2: to create for both still. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. you're having
0: to scale back. Now you can enhance, and mm-hmm. that's all well and good, but you didn't tap into its full potential yet. There's still mm-hmm. more it can do, and you know it. So build it mm-hmm. with all that power. So the Soho engine could be, I honestly feel like it would be something meant to, Kind of like uh, Capcom's Resident Evil engine, where it's it's built for those games. So maybe they're building something for their
2: new franchise,
0: their in-house studio. Like all, I mean, they've got. Think about Insomniac, which I guess guess they are building. Like I don't think that uh, Rifts Apart game is coming on PlayStation Uh, Four. I don't think it is. I would hope not, because that game looks gorgeous on Five. So mm-hmm. I would hope it's not being scaled back. So I, let's just say it's it's five yeah, only. For the sake of conversation, yeah. it's five only. Granted, I, I don't think it used this engine. But if Sony said, hey, come here, we're going to give you this Insomniac for Spider-Man. It's like here. Here's well, your new toy.
2: Think Soho, about it, though. N- Soho, New York. New York. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, if because they, they love to use Spider-Man to show off their stuff. Mm-hmm. Which has been a good call so far. Yeah. Ooh, see? Like, the maybe it's for a brand new Spider-Man series. Well would be amazing. Well,
0: huh? I, say it, I said it would be amazing, but I don't know what it can do. But I would assume it's going to be, like, groundbreaking, realistic there. textures and everything. Like, everything looks so damn real.
2: I don't know, man. Like, I'm telling you, we're to the point now, like, I can't. I can't tell anymore one from the next, you know, like it's just, uh, but I have to see the five. Like I just have to side by side. Mm -hmm. Granted, I don't have a 4K TV, so I don't know if all of that's just lost on me.
0: No. Yeah. I understand.
2: But I need to see it with my own eye holes. It's a problem. And me looking at a side by side on my own monitor is not helpful. It looks, Mm -hmm. however, my monitor can push it out, you know? (laughs) So I got to get in somewhere and like see it. (laughs)
0: It's hard to really see a difference. Like I know there is one and I've tried to pay attention to little bitty things like textures and, and uh-huh. just polish and even just a glare, reflections, I know that's a big deal. But even yeah. that even the puddle's right. <laughs> yeah. Even that it really depends on where you're playing it because they'll do reflections and cutscenes. So it's not mm-hmm. like that's unheard of. Right. But if you're doing a gameplay like Spider-Man walking across the street, and you just happen to look through a door and the glass, and reflection. you see your reflection, that's cool. But it's it's so it's not something you're really going to notice unless you're really really. Unfortunately, and that for
2: probably it. does take a lot of rendering power too to make that yeah. on point. So at the same
0: time, I think in regards to something like Spider-Man, if this engine is going to be groundbreaking, I mean, make it look so damn realistic that you are there. Like that's yeah. where we've got to get to with graphics. Not saying that it's it's where we will ever get like there.
2: Seamless. I almost feel like yeah. like cutscenes and gameplay will be negligible from each other. And we're 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 close. Pretty close. Yeah, we're close. There's some games that do that actually quite well mm-hmm. already where it just like rolls into it.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah. if they if they can make New York City look, not to say that we're going to be in New York City. Right. <gasps> okay. No. I don't know where we're going in the next game. I'm I'm hypothesizing in my head. Oh yeah, know. I
2: was like, I, yeah, I don't know. I gotta play this. Uh, I don't have it yet.
0: But. Point being, <laughs> assume that we get to be in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, how? I just I don't know what it's going to take. Some how much like, more
2: rich and full and lifelike can you bring it? Yeah, because yeah. it's pretty damn good now. Yeah.
0: I mean, make the crowd stand up. Make New York look more vibrant and and put. Put four billion. people. Could we for,
2: actually get that lived-in environment feel that um, places have been trying to tout already? Yeah, four where million, they million actually people actually have their own day-to-day path and doing think, their own things and.
0: Think about that. That would be impressive. You have the population of New York City in the game at all times mm-hmm. doing stuff, it's and their they are on a path raising
2: their kids, doing their thing, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean they'll probably go into rabbit holes in buildings, but still, like.
0: But if they did yeah. that,
2: just think about that.
0: The pl- awesome. I mean, New York would look alive at all times.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, God. I think that would be awesome. Even like yeah. to just stalk an NPC for a little bit to see them yeah. do day, just to yeah. see how far they went. With. Now, I imagine that's got to be a tall order because that's a lot sure. of programming, sure, sure, sure. a lot of different. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of NPCs will probably have like the same day-to-day routine or something just mm-hmm. for that reason. I don't even know how feasible that is. I feel like Cyberpunk was wanting to tout that and didn't, you know, way early on, like before yeah. we even knew it was going to be what when- <laughs> <laughs> that each NBC was supposed to have like their own life. They were living with their own stuff. Um, didn't nail it. So it's still out there mm-hmm. for someone to take. And maybe this, uh, maybe that's what they're working on. I don't know. This is all speculation. Yeah, Literally, yeah. all I know is they trademarked a name in Europe and it's not made its way here yet that I could find as far as being trademarked.
0: But it's just that <clears> idea, <throat> okay, that if I could swing down into this city at any given point in time. Mm hmm four million people it would be it would have to be crowded okay oh, and i'm not saying massive. that yeah i'm not saying that the, you didn't have crowds mm-hmm. but not four million people crowds yeah not individuals now there's it's no like, way yeah so that would be cool and especially if you cool. did like a timer a certain time of day Yes. like when yes, you have I mean. the traffic yeah. jams and everything mm-hmm. like that. And you get to see all that stuff. And you <laughs> maybe even swing down. Get out of the way, asshole. Right. I'm walking in. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. See? Slam their purse on a hood. You know? Like, and I'm not, Yeah.
0: It's it's not like this stuff will make or break the game. But it just.
2: Fun little touches. Yeah. Some yeah. little thing
0: that it would just be like, damn, that's, that's so awesome.
2: That is so cool. And I feel like we will one day. I just want to know who will be the first to do it. Yeah, because the tech is moving so fast, but hmm. I feel like it's going to be possible. I mean, shoot! While we're talking about engines, the video that I showed you with the metahuman creator—yeah,
0: wow, what the
2: from a freaking app on a phone? Yeah, that was impressive. Like, I, I, I my idea—I don't even know what to say. Like, my jaw hit. When I saw just how freaking easy that was, that they were just scanning in this person's face, held the phone on their face, and as they moved, it was rendering in the engine, looked really good, like what you would see in a video game today, moving in sync. Oh, my gosh. Like, we've got to be on the precipice of having that sort of lived in every day.
0: Yeah. You just imagine what kids are going to be playing in 20 years.
2: Oh, my God. They won't even know. And they can't appreciate it.
0: And they'll look at <laughs> Super Mario Brothers and be like, what the hell is this?
2: Like, yeah. It'll just be that th- if they know the name, like, oh, yeah. Weren't they, like, all, I don't know, a long time ago? Yeah. Like, it's, that's so old. And it will be, actually, by then.
0: It's like Dinosaur. You played video games of cave <laughs> or something,
2: right? What is this? They'll be, like, right there with Jim Ryan. Like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> at the dinner table. See? They're old. I don't know why <laughs> people would do we do this. Oh, my gosh. So uh, that's the speculation, I think, there with the Soho engine. Um, it, it seems like we're just going to have to keep our eye on that space and see. Um, and with Sony, bo- Sony coming out with all this different stuff, the competition's nice and hot. I feel like we're in the middle of such a cool thing that we're watching here. I... To both sides. I want them both to do really amazing things because we're going to be the only ones to benefit here if they keep competing like that. We're going to get some great hardware, great games. Well, hopefully hardware. Hopefully we'll get that back again one day. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Let's see here. That... I kind of just picked a few uh, right here. Uh, This one's just a little bit of a mention, um, just because we've kind of talked about it off and on, and it was some big deal news uh, for for those over there. Uh, But the Marvel's Avengers has had a rough time. I I don't think anyone's not aware of it just having a rough launch and everything. But uh, the creative director now, Sean XK, is now leaving Crystal Dynamics and returning to his old employment at Naughty Dog.
1: Uh,
2: Sean yeah uh, and again it's just like my heart goes out for those players because there's still a a fan base I'm sure holding on and wants big things for it and they've been promising to you know keep it updated Uh, but the move back to Naughty Dog isn't Entirely surprising, I guess, coming from some insiders here. And when I was following the thread, I could see. And just in case people don't know, Sean was previously at Naughty Dog already. He was the game director and writer for the Uncharted Lost Legacy series Mm -hmm. and the cinematic animator for The Last of Us. So, you may have noticed, and we were talking about it, and I'm sure I did a piss poor explanation of the whole <laughs> murmurings that have been going on with, are we remaking Last of Us? Are we doing this? Are we doing that over at these studios? Um, well, there's been murmurings, too, of a new Uncharted franchise without Drake. Mm-hmm. So, when you have Sean XK, who worked on The Lost Legacy, which, of course, did not include Drake, um it could all be lining up it doesn't put players at ease of course who were still hanging in there for marvel's avengers they kind of see this as just another nail in the coffin for the game um the timing i guess just seems really bad (laughs) for those they feel like it's kind of a doom move
0: (sighs) i i don't want to say that it is but uh it's not looking good for it's the game. It's not looking
2: good. Yeah. And
0: I honestly feel like <clears throat> what we were talking about earlier, the um mm. if the company's not making money, they're going to cut and run. Mm. And I don't think in this situation there's going to be um there's going to be that that company wide thought process of, "Ah, you know what? you fans you know what for you we're gonna lose money for you they're gonna be like no we're gonna go make another game this one can go straight to hell
2: right yeah
0: so Oof. i don't think i mean if they cut and run i'm i don't i'm not gonna be
2: surprised right
0: just just saying sorry just saying. Um, but yeah. that's that's the case
2: well and i well and if just from my own personal perspective i am more interested and saying like another Uncharted series, maybe with so, yeah. Drake or, or or something like that. So so personally, with what I enjoy with games, that sounds more interesting to me. And I probably could have loved Marvel's Avengers. But unfortunately, I didn't try it. And I, I'll admit, I heard enough about it that it never really made me compelled to go try. And it's not a fair way to do it. No, I'll admit that. But like, I don't know, I'm not seeing anything that's been not reinforcing my decision to not buy it.
0: I'm a diehard Marvel fan. I've said that numerous times and I've I have no interest in playing it because I don't want to be pissed at a game with some of my favorite characters in it.
2: Right, right. So I'm not going to do it. It's such a shame, too, because with that, with the being an Avengers title and it's striking while wow, those irons were super hot, like mm. it could have been flying. Yeah. L- it, pun intended, even like
0: if they would have focused on telling a story, a compelling story and not some mm. whatever the loot box whatever based the plot garbage is. bullshit <laughs> yeah. that it is and yeah. and being mundane when I hear that it's the same gameplay over. And over and over again. That just, that kills me. And then they were just
2: getting the really fun moves in Endgame. Yeah. So, like, not even enough time to really uh, be able to play around in this new um, skills that you've just leveled up, learned in your tree, whatever it was. You've got
0: all this roster of characters with so many different diverse ways you could have made them play. And you shit the bed and just be like,
2: eh. And then make it harder. Yeah, apparently, because clearly the problem was players were leveling too fast. (laughs) That's why you weren't enjoying endgame. And it's like,
0: (laughs) and you know what? That's 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 the other crap that I just don't I don't understand that the whole uh, leveling up. We're going to put this behind a paywall and make it destroy. I mean, why? Why would Mm -hmm. you do that? Yeah, like I've honestly wondered. If that's how I'm going to feel about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because I heard they did that crap in Odyssey. And that's what I'm concerned about here, because I saw where it was like on the stores, like buy your Helix uh, mm-hmm. tokens. And here's here's if you buy this and you can permanent level up. And I was like, what?
2: yeah no i i I, you you're right i remember that 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 version got a lot of heat for it too because even you could buy up like a 25 percent faster leveling for i don't know i feel like it was timed Mm -hmm. you didn't get it forever you know so ooh, yeah like no just you sold me the game let me play
0: yeah i just i just don't you don't have to make it harder you don't have to make it easier just make it balanced and let me play
2: and let me play. If I finish it early, I finish it earlier than you thought. If I finish yeah. it later, then whatever. Let me play at my own pace. I mean, I, I, I kind of
0: thought that was the whole purpose of uh, difficulty levels. If right. If I want the challenge, then I'll go for the challenge. If I don't want it, then
2: I won't take it. Right. For my single player experience, I feel like we should always have that choice. Right. Online, duh. Different beast different beast you want everyone to play it the fairly which is why they usually cheat more on multiplayer but am i single player who am i hurting if i want to knock it down to easy yeah. and just blow through everything
0: maybe i just i'm intrigued in the story and i just i don't want to be burdened with yeah. getting frustrated I just, exactly i, I want to enjoy my time it's with a the valid
2: game. form i don't know but yeah, i guess this is online though too right so i don't know yeah. you balance that out but
0: you, well, you made me remember uh, something that I wanted to bring up, and I'm, I am mm-hmm. I forgot to jot it down, but uh, you were talking about the Naughty Dog thing. It made me remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this or not, but I wanted to shout out a congratulations to Mr. Miller, who maybe you don't know or maybe remember by name, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we met him. Uh, he was the composer of Evergate, that beautiful oh, yes. game. Yes. He got a job at Naughty Dog doing... <gasps> yeah
2: that is so awesome uh, yeah oh so, congratulations that was amazing yeah that score oh my so, gosh
0: well deserved um uh, I, I wish uh, him the best of luck over there
2: i'm so sad that i missed that announcement and yes good luck oh my gosh naughty dog got a good one there oh, Ah, yeah, yeah. that is so cool oh i'm so happy for them beautiful for sure. Dang it, I guess like I got to uh, be better at reading my Twitter, huh?
1: No, it's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, congratulations. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all, like, the bigger stuff that I saw this week. I figured, like, with the Quickets, well, just a few honorable mentions here, of okay. course. Um, uh, there is an update for a story that I know that we mentioned because it, it's been so long ago now. Uh, but you may remember a while back about reporting about the, a Twitch streamer who goes by the handle Phantom Lord who was uh, banned back in 2016 for his website CSGO Shuffle, where he was having like the whole gambling ring happening on his Twitch stream Mm -hmm. Um, and through uh, Steam, I guess, as it were. Um, Allegedly, he was taking betting percentages and house money to use on the website without disclosing to his viewers this was happening on either YouTube or Twitch. So Twitch said back in 2018 that James Varga... AKA Phantom Lord began abusing their service to scam Twitch users in its community for its own financial gain, which you have to admit is um, you already got much bigger answer than most streamers who get banned. Get most of the time they have no idea. <clears throat> we still don't know why the doc was. This is yeah. how it goes. And he's a big enough name. You would think should know why. Well, he probably does whatever I'm going on a tangent. So they <laughs> said the ban came after a year of warnings and penalties. So Twitch is saying like, we told them, no, you can't do this. well he did a lawsuit if we remember the story he wanted to sue because he was banned that cut into his lifestyle that was his earnings um he won what so he sued for damages though for the tune of 35 million dollars he didn't get that he didn't get what he asked but he still won and was awarded $20,702.34. Why that change comes into play, I have no idea. Which now kind of leads us to wonder, how many more lawsuits for bands will we now start to see? Oh, yeah. Because, and this is probably where Twitch is going to have to think about this, you're probably going to want to start doling out the exact reason for these bans, so you don't have these people. Well, I don't know.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: But that was my livelihood that you just took off. So now, just saying a precedence seems to have been set a little bit here. I might be making a bigger deal than it'll actually end up being. But friendly words, you might want to start giving real, legitimate, broken down reasons, citing sources. uh, Because um, apparently very possible that you will lose Mm -hmm. that too. So, I don't know whether to say GG or not because, like, even in, I don't know 100% what happened. I don't know this person from Adam. Um, uh, But if I'm to believe the allegations against him, it seemed like a fair ban. But I'm not going to say 100% confident that it was or not because, again, I'm only reading articles. I don't know these people.
0: Just seems like a Pandora's box has been opened.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how that shapes up. I just have a feeling we'll start seeing a little bit more if that starts to kind of take hold of people like, oh, yeah, you you, you won that? Good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have to mention, a player-created mod for Portal 2 Reloaded. They put it out on Steam, and it's cute. If you liked Portal, if you liked Portal 2, now you can play uh, with a third Portal, with this mod, and it uh, gives you the ability to trans- travel between the two different timelines, and you have four dimensions, and they gave twenty five new puzzles. So it's like more Portal, the love for free. Ooh. So if you have Portal two, you could download this Portal two Reloaded game player mod created thing, and have more Portal. I thought it was interesting. Portal third two. Portal,
0: more Portal.
2: More portals. <laughs> more Portal to port. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. I love these little mods and stuff like this. I just still can't believe they just give it away for free. That's what blows my mind the most. Like, I feel like it's gotta be a lot of work. Hey, <laughs> just so nice to give it away. Like,
0: yeah. And, and you, if you guys go out there and show the love, then you'll get portal Four portaling around.
2: <laughs> I want that now. And I didn't even know it. <laughs> Please. Somebody make that. I hope so. Oh man. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Quick announcement. Uh, Another person leaving their home here, Overwatch game director Jeff Kaplan, left Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was made last Tuesday, this announcement, uh, via the game's official website, uh, which then went on to name Aaron Keller as the replacement of Jeff's role. So, did it seem like we have a reason? Mm Mm-hmm. Just kind of said, thanks, you know, and I'm off and out the door. And uh, just said, I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It was an honor, and I'm sure Aaron's going to be lovely. And that seems to be the uh, TLDR. <laughs> I don't know and, why. Yeah. Uh, but and then, of course, you know, isn't it like Overwatch 2 being developed? I thought still? so, Still, yeah. like, yeah, so, hmm, hmm. I'm starting to wonder about these uh, big multiplayer games, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and Some issues. Uh let's see. That might be all of it here. Uh, but I do have to mention, of course, uh, the Ace Attorney Turnabout Collection, now Woo. available for pre-order if that was something you were interested. In. It looks like on the Switch and PS4. Um, I found a link. It leads me to a page I cannot read because I don't understand the language. But it does, apparently, still ship to the USA. So if you trust it and know how to Google Translate it and know what you're doing when you're pressing buttons, you can buy it and it'll come to your home. Woo! <laughs> then there you go. Uh, Did you see this, though? Maybe I'll say it's an- I'd buy that for a dollar. (sighs) But You've probably seen it, and then you just have to play along. Okay. Okay? So you'll just play stupid, even if you've seen it. Okay. I have no
0: idea what you're talking about.
2: Not at all. So, have I got an item for you? Okay. Let me tell you. So, special effects and prop company Weta Workshop has revealed a limited edition Laura Croft figurine for Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary. This Lara Croft Lost Legacy figurine shows Lara going toe-to-toe with two raptors. She's flying through the air. She's getting ready. These raptors are turning up from, like, in the Lost Legacy. looks really cool, right? It weighs 27, let's call it 28 pounds. Hefty, hefty baby. Now, wait a minute. Wait a
0: minute. Is this classic Lara Croft? or
2: it's from the lost legacy one so it's from the the newer game so she's not like triangle boobed or anything 20 pounds
0: of it is not her boobs i got you
2: no no it's definitely like the base these raptors and her coming through so yes it's uh so it is open for pre-orders now through may 3rd and it's due to ship in october which is right before the official 25th anniversary date Mm -hmm. Now, with all of this being said, I want to say it was about yay high. I know that means nothing to you there. So, like, uh, what is that? 12 inches high. Sure. 27 pounds. Very intricately detailed. Looks cool. Steven, Mm -hmm. what would you pay for this Lara Croft Lost Legacy 25th Anniversary Edition figure rate? Foot
0: tall, 28 pounds, could kill a man. Um Kill a man? And intricately detailed, and it if we're if we're basing it off the designs from the newer games, mm-hmm. and they already look pretty detailed, I can only imagine how it looks. So this ain't cheap.
2: Hmm. I don't know. I guess you gotta I, tell you pay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go high dollar. Okay. I'm gonna say. 1499.
2: 1499 as
0: 1499. in 1499
2: as in $1,499. Well, you know what? Let's see here. Um before I tell you. Okay. You're probably you're thinking you're pretty close here and I'll, I'll reinforce your decision. It does require a 15% deposit. What? If you fancy grabbing it. Damn it. So with all of that said, Steven, you're freaking right it's $1,499 or 1075 pounds if you're from there
0: and I had no prior knowledge I swear to God (laughs) I don't even know what this thing is I've never seen it I just took Uh, a wild swing
2: it's that experience there of being a collector and you mm. know what good quality can go for and all that kind of stuff. But you are absolutely dead ringer on what they're going for. And I recommend you look it up because it is a really epic, cool-looking figurine. Okay. The detail on it and everything on the raptors and on some of the skulls on the ground and just the way she's flying through the air. It's really cool. Who did you, so if wh- you want one... What did <laughs> you
0: say? That the uh, Lost Legacy... Yeah,
2: Lara Croft, the Lost Valley, sorry. Valley. The Lost Valley figure. I probably did say Legacy. Oh, there it we is. we were talking about that game earlier. Yeah, we were talking about it. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I mean nothing is cool enough for me to pay that price for it but i can nope. appreciate talent and how much detail went into it and if you're a collector i can appreciate the fact your 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 eye goes to finer things in life but i can't pay 1500
0: dollars for it i ain't gonna do that no
2: no, okay, cool. but uh, that's that's pretty much it. I just kind of wanted to chat about the news with you this week. Hopefully yeah. you and, uh, enjoyed that. So I hear we're going to talk about it, hopefully. A cool game? Fun game? I don't know. I mean, you know. He's going to uh, have to well, let us know
0: here. Jot down a little something. There. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you remember last week, we were talking about Nintendo's Indie Showcase. Mm-hmm. And within that exhibition was a game that kind of caught my eye, and according to the
2: title, there is no game. There is no game. Oh yeah.
0: There is no game. But I beg yes. to differ. Ah. Now I usually like to de- dig into like the meat and potatoes of the games before mm-hmm. you know when since I'm getting ready to review this game. But you know what? Today I'm going to give you a little bit of an appetizer. Ooh. I'm going to give you a little bit of a history behind this like game, like a
2: moose bouche, if you will.
0: Yeah, because there was more to this game than I realized and it helped contextualize a lot of what I saw in it that I'll get to in a little bit so the game that I'm reviewing or the non-game that I will eventually not be reviewing (laughs) is There Is No Game Wrong Dimension now the subtitle got me curious because that usually indicates there's a sequel at least sure. that's kind of how I look at it.
2: Something, something, colon, something, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, in a manner of speaking, it kind of is. And I'll explain. So, back in 2015, French developer Pascal Camisoto, which I think I'm saying right. A perfect. Um, he released a 15-minute game that was designed to deceive the player that they weren't actually playing a game. Okay. Okay. So it just kind of takes you on like a little 15 minute journey where you're kind of playing something, but you're not, but you are, you know, that kind of whatever, however you want to, you spin it. But that's, that's the concept of it. Now this novel idea actually won the top game prize at the 2015 Newgrounds Construct Jam, which I've never heard of. Mm -mm. But from there, it actually became a viral sensation that, again, I still had never heard of.
2: Hmm. All
0: right. Uh, It became a runaway hit on app stores.
2: Oh, that might be why, too. I don't think we mobile game enough.
0: Apparently not. But the original game, there is no game, can actually be found on Steam right now for free. So, uh, you know, I would Ah! recommend going on there and checking it out because I did.
2: Yeah, I might be uh, searching there.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, such success would lead anyone to capitalize on it, so Kamisoto began to think bigger, and he wanted to expand on the idea and turn it into a full-fledged adventure that would adhere to those original ideas. So he wouldn't bastardize what he'd actually come up with, but but just expand on it. And How could you take this idea and just really, really grow it into something more?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So Kamisoto knew that he had to create something or to do something this bold, he would have to maintain some creative control. So he decided to forego any kind of publisher and took it to Kickstarter. Okay. Even before beginning the campaign, he already had half the game completed. Like, he was already kind of well aware where he wanted to go, so he'd already been working on this. A man's passionate, regardless. And he wanted to maintain that control, that passion. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but even with the following that the game had, he was only able to raise about 10% of his Kickstarter goal. So, he just kind of let it go, thanked everyone who, who threw their money in, and carried on without them. In pain, as he said. Because, <laughs> you know, he needed the, the funds, he needed that, but he still was committed to... Yeah, I mean, you got to give it to the man. This this is a man who was passionate about what he wanted to do. He was
2: passionate about no game.
0: Yeah, about no game. <laughs> so from 2017 to 2020, he continued to work on his vision until it was officially released on Steam back in August of 2020. Okay. App stores in 20 or er, in December, and then finally the Nintendo Switch version, which is the one I played on April 14th. Now okay. this was a true passion project. I mean you cannot deny that. But did he create something truly special? Or did his passion overshadow the concept to its detriment? Well, that's what I'm gonna talk about today. Ooh, alright. To say there is no game, it does have a meaning.
2: Okay. I would hope, but okay. <laughs>
0: and I wanna I wanna say um Very clearly that I will be talking about various elements of the game. Mm -hmm. But I guess when it really comes to the end, I'm going to be very um, limited. Because this is something you have to experience for yourself. Okay. And I honestly think you'll know whether or not this is a game for you from the start. Like how far are you willing to go? Because on a positive side, pro and con together would be the puzzles. Because the game is developed around puzzles for the concept to work, essentially. Okay. And the puzzles are very, very clever. They're not just... uh, here's a puzzle like you would find in something like Professor Layton or something like that. Like, it's just like here, here's a puzzle. These puzzles are so intricately thought out that you have to really, really think outside the box in such a way that maybe you're not even thinking about what you need to do. Everything's there. Your, 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 your solution is always there. Like there would be times I'm just going in circles and what am I missing? And it's right there. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. I will even kind of give you a hint on one puzzle without telling you where it was. I paused the game.
2: That's and how you there
0: it. There it was. And I was like, "Son of a bitch." Oh you man. Clever I feel like bastard. I could
2: get salty then.
0: And I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying puzzles in this game are going to be yeah. a pro and a con right. because I appreciate you love puzzles. I appreciate the hell out of what they're doing. Mhm. But it's also you have be patient. Be patient. They're all there. I felt mm-hmm. like you now the more that I played or didn't play <laughs> went on this adventure. <clears throat> I felt like my brain was starting to be more cognizant of those ideas. So it felt like I was oh, able sure. to kind of s- swim through it a little habits. bit more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to say uh, that they get harder or anything like that. Genuinely, I felt like they got easier because you become more aware of what you're looking for. So you're not automatically just being like well it should be right here i know what i'm looking for and that's the thing you know what you'll be looking for but there could be just some little element that you're overlooking and don't think about it in terms of it should be right here sometimes it's not just right there take a look at everything there was one in a i think it was the fourth chapter that's another thing too this is broken up in chapters six chapters Okay. Fourth chapter, I saw my problem. I knew I needed a solution. I needed something to kind of dig. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around, I'm like, there's nothing here. And then something popped up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just kept looking. I was like, I, I'm, I'm getting kind of frustrated. And then the thing popped up again. And then I looked. And I was like, click. And I was like, I'll be damned. There it is. You know, you got, you have to think. Yeah. Fourth dimensional, if you will. <laughs> you know, you've, you've really got to take it into some a- a- account, into these other ways of looking at things. So the concept, I have to say, it's just, it's really, really original. So amazing in that way. Um, story-wise, if you want to say there is a story... Sure. I'll, I'll kind of break it down like this in the best way I can. You come in to play this game, but obviously you're greeted with there is no game. And everything that that it tells you to at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, you're not starting the game by pressing A or whatever you do in, in other platforms. You're not doing that. You're not, so not start A or whatever. Okay. And then <laughs> as you're progressing, uh, this voice will talk to you. And the voice is essentially the, program or the non-game and he'll mm-hmm. just be like i don't know what you're doing here there's there's no game
2: does it kind of like a little stanley parable feel there that, there the was moderator? that yes there was yeah. that
0: uh that that uh connection i guess that you could say that comparison yeah. that i i okay. did remember Feeling the that the
2: narrator pl- makes fe- Why are you doing that? Are you just trying to get an achievement? Why are you knocking on the door? Like,
0: and you yeah. will hear that at times. Like, it's just like, well, I don't know why you're doing this. Please stop. You know, and sometimes that's, really that's another thing you have to do. You have to pay attention to what he's saying, because he may be giving you a clue of what you need to be looking for or need to be doing to, okay. to guide you. It won't be explicit. At times, now, sometimes it might be just depending on where you are in the story, uh-huh. but the voice will hint at something or, or maybe like uh, however he says it, there's a clue like it, it's pointing you just like, did you hear what he said? Mm-hmm. Focus on that. Go look for it. And then you just have to kind of take that to heart. Part of your puzzle solving process. What did he say? That. Okay, so I need to... And then just kind of run with it from there. So he's uh, he's guiding you regardless of whether you may think he is or not. But there's always a hint. And there is a there is a hint system if you get to that frustrated point. Okay, I was going to so say please. <laughs> there is that. I will say <laughs> yeah. that. So, so be aware that you can fall back on the hint system. But again, it too will not explicitly tell you. But it will point you in the right direction to be like, hey...
2: Like how a hint uh, should be, yeah, like so right kind here. Of nudge you towards,
0: yeah. And just come on now, without right. telling you point blank, it's just like, mm, right here, right. But, here.
2: but but have you looked over here? Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you will essentially be be trying to play this game at first. This program will fight you, and you know, just kind of trying to to push you back and push you. away like, no, 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 no. There's nothing here. Nothing here. Go, 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 go. And eventually, you kind of get uh, greeted by a glitch. And the glitch, you start kind of messing with that. And he's like, don't touch the glitch. And then, of course, you continue to touch well, the glitch. Well,
2: of course, you're going to. Yeah, you push And it then
0: all this does is create chaos. Now, another fun thing about this is the voice actor or the voice coming at you. Mm-hmm. I, I personally thought he sounded French. I mean, the guy is French, who designed the game. It comes off like Makes French. Okay. He's, he's kind of gruff. He's like, what are you doing? There is no game. So right. he sounded French.
2: <laughs> you just envision that guy smoking a cigarette with mm. a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And eventually, as you mess with the glitch, you get transported to another game, which is has like a, I think it's an Indian vibe. Like, and so... Oh,
2: like you could do a little world travel? Uh...
0: Don't think too much into that. So just okay. fo- follow me here. So suddenly okay. a guy with kind of an Indian accent talking. And he's like, okay. you know, welcome to my game. And then the other guy starts talking. He's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, who's that Russian? And he's like, I'm not Russian. What are you talking about? And I don't know where they get this Russian joke from. But it's just... <laughs> It's funny because they keep saying,
2: do you hear that Russian voice?
0: He's like, I'm not Russian. What are you talking about? Maybe it's
2: like a running joke in their country or something. we just don't have it here. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe the gruffness of his voice comes off Russian. I don't know. But I mean, clearly the accent sounds, I think it sounded French. That's just me. So I'm, but. Yeah, but we're just dumb
2: Americans anyway. So we probably wouldn't know.
0: But that leads, like you you mess around with the glitch there. That leads you to, I think, uh, an Asian uh, themed game. And then, of course, yet another voice comes in. And then it just creates chaos. And then it kind of happens a few more times. And then you get transported to the next chapter. And this is where the game gets really interesting. Because after that, you're just like, well, where do you go from here? What do you do? Mm -hmm. Suddenly, the next chapter is you are greeted to a TV. Once you get through the TV, I'll just leave it at that, Mm -hmm. you are seeing a... Point-and-click style game, very, very rem like the design and everything is very reminiscent of stuff like Day of the Tentacle or Maniac Mansion. Mm, okay. And even like the character models, I mean, if they if you told me that was out of the same game, I'd have been like, hell yeah, that that looks like them, genuine. Yeah. So now you're having to navigate through this TV, uh, and you can twist the tv around as part of the puzzle process but then you're helping these two characters which is like sherlock holmes and watson in their investigative process through this point and click adventure okay but all you're trying to do is trying to get out of here because this isn't where you need to be you're trying to get back home so you're just trying to find a way out of their game and how you approach that is very interesting then once you can get through that the next game you were then greeted to is very reminiscent of Legend of Zelda linked to the past designs, and everything. Hmm. So now, and this, this was a great joke that they made at one point. Like they didn't make it initially, but this is like an end joke that I thought was really funny. The guys in the point and click adventure had voice actors. So they're talking Okay. and you get to hear them talk. And then of course they can hear the program at times. And they're like, do you hear that voice? And I'm like, no, no. Okay. And they just think they're losing their minds. Sure. The Legend of Zelda character seems to think that this is Gaia. Like the, the god is talking to it. And okay. but it has no voice actor but text reading. And they get frustrated <laughs> by that. The game is like, well, <laughs> now we're gonna have to read everything. This is but you know, you just hear the
2: right like that.
0: <laughs> and that, that's all it is. Later on in the game, (laughs) there's a reference where you come back to these characters Uh and another one of these programs sees it. He's like, I don't understand what is. What is blippity blippity blip? And I was like, oh, my God, that is hilarious because that's the noise. (laughs) It's like, I don't understand their language. What's
2: going on? Oh, that's so fun. So there are a
0: lot of little things like this. Um, The next... Element and keep this in mind. I'm not really trying to spoil anything. I'm just kind of. I'm really trying to get people to want to go sink See this out.
2: deeper past this. Yeah. Um,
0: chapter four, you get introduced to a. Now I say introduced. You're playing something similar, but now the game is free to play. So all the traps of a free to play title are there. So now oh. everything's changed for that. So now it's a free-to-play title, so everything that goes into that, now you have to deal with.
2: Ah, see, okay, I think you're making me want to play it.
0: Uh, the credits, well, not the credits. I don't know why. Um, you'll you'll go into another area, and these last two, I don't really want to give away too much. Um, you you kind of feel like you're kind of in the end game, but you're not. Now this credit area is like they did something really really cool here, and the puzzle. Aspect of it, you really had to think about because suddenly you're just seeing like credits and you're just like, what is going on here? What, what's what's happening? And you see names, you know, and f- the first few four or five are just like these obscure long Russian, like Zora Borvaginsky or something like yeah. that, and then the other one's about it just consonants. as long. Yeah. yeah, and then suddenly there are like four, three or four different names. It was, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like a cat, (laughs) which was just bizarre. Okay. Uh, What was it? Tim Elfman, which I was like, Tim Elfman. You mean like Tim Burton and Danny Elfman? Which I think that was the the idea. Because I'll explain that in a minute. And then uh, Charlie Keaton, or was it Buster? No, it was Buster Chaplin. Like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin.
2: uh, Yeah, okay. So I was like, oh, okay.
0: The idea here is that you get to use these names and as you put them in these places in the credits, the scenery and certain elements change based on what you're doing. So you have to figure these things out based on those names and what they then transform around you. Not just the background, but it could be an effect. It could be um, the design. It could be Mm -hmm. characters themselves. That was the other thing. So they utilize, they actually utilize for Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin, like actual video, and you get to interact with that. So I was like, that's, that's, there
2: you go, kiddos. Probably have no idea who either of those people are. No, probably not.
0: But (laughs) there were, there were some, uh, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit and I'm I'm trying to just kind of collect all my thoughts together, but I'm just kind of letting it flow. Uh, Mm -hmm. another thing they did on there, which I was really impressed with this, is there was an, there was a, It almost seemed like it was kind of a. You're you're kind of stuck in this situation where you've got to figure out your way out, but the game turns into a. or the program has to start rapping. And he's trying to give you hints on what what to do next, but he's kind of stuck in this, like, I have to talk like this. But the beat is is so good. I'm
2: here to say. Yeah,
0: but (laughs) the beat is good, and the rap is so good. And it was like, damn, this is really, I'm, I'm into this right now. Yeah, it's like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like, it wasn't lame at all. I was like, yeah, I'm in it.
2: Later's so, track.
0: that was really cool. Um, there were a lot of really cool references in the game that mm-hmm. some people may get. And I'm, I'm going to throw them out to you and see if you actually uh, oh, get, no. get them. I, f- I feel like they're Test not the too far great. removed. Super cold. Would be a reference to what other game?
2: Super cold. Well, they're super hot.
0: Boom. Boom.
2: And then I guess I got to think one for cold.
0: No, no, no. That was it.
2: Oh, no. I was good. So, oh, okay.
0: ins- Yay. so instead of like. <laughs> Big you, brain time. You get to see, instead of like <laughs> it looking like uh, the red uh, mm-hmm. VR characters or whatever, it was just blue and it was super cold. Okay. Uh, super there was cold. Parappa the Paper.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I know like, I've heard of this. It was a rapper, Parappa, the rapper. The, yeah. yeah.
0: But now he's a piece of paper or whatever. And then,
2: oh, okay. like this, the rapper, like W R A P P R? Something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the funny Rampa. enough, there was another one. And when I saw this, I was like, ah. And if I hadn't played this, I'm, it might not have. Uh, instead of what this game actually is, uh, it's Please Paper.
2: Oh, and papers, please. Yeah, but this yeah. this guy's
0: looking for paper because he's in the toilet. But it's uh, the, the fonts are the same and everything, and I was like, oh my god, it's
2: that's, that's <laughs> <hilarious." laughs> all great games though. Mm-hmm.
0: And well, I will and say, I've never
2: played the rapper one, so I can't. No, speak no, no. To... <laughs> but I, I know the
0: the aesthetic is very paper like yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 Um, it's just there were so many little things like that that were so awesome that I liked. Uh, mm-hmm. I honestly belly laughed. Like, I had to stop for a minute because I was laughing really, really hard at this one joke. And it was just so simple, but it was... I guess it was just the, the mindset, okay? And hopefully this won't uh, spoil anything for anybody looking for. I think you'll still laugh if you saw okay. this. Uh, the, Le- the Legend of Zelda game that they did, mm-hmm. as you're kind of interacting with that, the, the character's kind of moving on his own. And you remember games like that, the point-and-click games where the characters are just moving, and you have to kind of... Interact with the oh, environment yeah, yeah. like you're on rails. A little and bit. You gotta yeah. hit
2: the button to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it kind of works in that regard. So you're trying to figure out how to help this character get to point A to point B, and mm. in certain there'd be a hole, there there'd be just be a big, you know, body of water or whatever, and there just be several times he'd fall into the hole and be like, oh, God, you know, the program's like, we gotta help him get over it and whatnot, and then you finally get. The character to where they need to go and we're like all right great now we can just get back let's go and then the character just runs and then walks right into a body of water and the program was just like oh my god and it was just like you could hear <laughs> the frustration like he was just so angry that this shit <laughs> continued to happen yeah. I, I, I couldn't help it i just i was laughing so hard because just the tone of how he ah, said it. excellent. It just seems tore like the me writing
2: up. here was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The
0: the story itself. Genuinely, there is a story that does explain why there is no game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, without spoiling, the end is very meta. In fact, I would recommend you remember everything I mentioned up top. Mm-hmm. Because that will even explain the levels of meta. That it goes. Gotcha.
2: All right. And I was like, right. oh, my God. If
0: I didn't know that, there would be elements to this that wouldn't even make sense. So what would this game have been without certain things not happening? That's how meta it is. Ah, so all right. just keep that in mind. But um, as far as any cons go, I would probably say that this is a game not ideal for a controller. Like, I did play it on the Nintendo Switch. Uh I did play it with the controller for the most part and I would get a little frustrated. One thing I really got frustrated with was you you sometimes have items you can use in the environment around you and that kind of helps you get through stuff. So you say uh, you whatever chapter you start, you have an item that you have to find and then that suddenly becomes part of your uh, inventory, if you will, at the bottom of the screen. You can't just hold it and use it several times, which kind of frustrated me at times. Like if you're trying to do something quick, it would be like, you have to grab it, use it. And then it goes right back to where it was and you got to pick it back up again. You got to use it, pick it back Mm -hmm. up again. This is where doing something like on a a touch screen or maybe even a mouse where you can have a little bit more control. Sure. because a controller where your thumbs is just not ideal. joystick yeah uh, i actually did play the latter half of the game or most of the latter half of the game with the touchscreen like on the switch uh, undocked and moved so much better it was like okay this is this feels more ideal so i would say if you do mobile maybe even pc it's probably going to feel more natural to point and click controller not as ideal like if they could have used certain uh controller options might have helped Mm -hmm. but i don't know that for sure it might might have hindered some of the point and click aspects of it because it does have that as far as this gameplay um that's really all i can i mean i really did not dislike this game at all like i said just nagging things here and there but again there's there's ways around that Mm -hmm. uh puzzles can be frustrating but just stick with it i swear you will love you will love where it goes Nice. it's such a great yeah. game so original this is the kind of indie stuff I love when they can just take a concept this is not like anything you've ever played such mm-hmm. an original idea that even pays homage to those other types of games like I mentioned it's just oh my god I want to see more of this I want to see Seems more what this well guy can do
2: out, yeah. yeah.
0: so highly recommend it go out there and check this game out give it some love please
2: you've sold me on it like Mm -hmm. i want to go check it out now for sure and i'm like i'm one of those that puzzle games are very hit or miss for me i can get into them but Mm -hmm. i do eventually tire like if it becomes too difficult um but hey i can always put it down come back when i'm not (laughs) with a clearer head you know
0: and plus (laughs) this is not a game that overstays its welcome uh six hours i played it over the weekend i was gonna say maybe okay you know a, again, I think a lot of your um, time spent may be trying to figure out a puzzle, but sure. once you kind of have it in your head, I mean it, it's gonna so it's time. all
2: relational to how fast you do the puzzles, which doesn't mean you're playing it right or wrong. It's just right, individual right. right yeah. All right so, well, yeah. definitely check that out. You know we love indie here guys, so go give some love to that. Um, mm-hmm. You get some creative ideas and I was looking at it but not hard. <laughs> Now I think I will be. Please so do. I thank you. But that's our show, guys. Woo! That's our show. You can totally hit us up sometime over at Twitter at super megacrash uh, you can even send us an email to at super megacrash at gmail.com you can go to instagram and view all the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into uh, you can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions to support the show you can tell your friends to find us on the pencil and paper podcast network or just search super me- super super
1: Zuber. Zuber. Never said this
2: before. <laughs> Zuber. Or <laughs> search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and even YouTube.com forward slash pencil of paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey Finley.
0: And I am Stephen White.
2: And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then,
0: game on you. Mm-hmm.